What is going on, good people? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamin Sports. We take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Man, I got another special guest with me today. I got my main man, Cardo. Man, Cardo, introduce yourself to the people. Tell them how I know you. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Ricardo, like he said, uh, Bowie State. We met at Bowie State, you know. See, uh, I played football there. I met him through house. And then after that, we all just start being a nice little group. Hit it off for real. That's my man, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I know y'all wondering. Why did I bring him here? I brought him here because I want y'all to get the insight of what it's like to play college football for HBCU. Cardo, inform the people. What is it like to play for Bowie State, two-time champion, Bowie State University? <laughs> well, Bowie State, bro, believe it or not, Bowie State is a D1 playing D2. Like, it's so much talent there, bro, that it's real. It's like, it's like being at, like, Alabama, or Clemson or something like that without the uh without the like nurture that they get. So it's basically you banging, you banging, you banging, and you you know, you get you get treatment every once in a while or whatever, but you still banging, banging, banging. And if you go down next man up and you bang it, bang it, bang it, next man up. But if you ain't ready, I mean if you ain't ready when the time comes that the person behind you is just as talented. So <laughs> you probably gonna lose your shot. Okay, 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 okay. And uh, what position did you play at, you know, Bowie State, man? Uh, I was a corner. Okay. So what is it like to play corner? Like, what is the view that you see on the defensive side of the football? Shoot, corner, man, corner is the is the most easiest yet scariest position on the field because, bro, you got to have – you got to be confident and swaggy to play corner because – if you, you make one wrong move, you can cook and it's a touchdown. But at the same time, but at the same time, you make a right move and you change it and you can really change the game. So corner, corner, that's like looking at it, looking at it, it was easier for me playing corner because I played quarterback uh when I was young and I played quarterback in high school. So I already I recognize the route easy and I like recognize what the language was with the receiver, so it was easy. Okay, okay, okay. So if you had a player right now that you looked up to, you know, to play corner, who would it be? Uh, or that you pay I mean, your I, game after? Got you. All right. I was about to say, because my favorite corner, Jalen Ramsey, but he, he's 6'1", long arms. So <laughs> that ain't really that ain't really me. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like 5'7", so I usually, I like to compare, I like to play my game off of uh, Tyron Matthews. Okay, okay, the honey badger. Okay, okay. So, yes, so, you, so you, for yourself, because he's like a hybrid, you know, safety slash corner, you would yeah. consider yourself a hybrid corner? Uh, yeah, because my, I mean, my money at Bowie in the slot. So that's why I compare myself. I've compared my game to him. Because, like, in the slot, I mean, in the slot, it's easiest, that quick, short motion. And you get a chance to make play, you get a chance to make more plays and make more splash in the slide. It's not just like corner sometimes, I ain't gonna lie, corner sometimes get boring. Cause if it ain't a pass, if it ain't a pass or if they don't throw to your side, you really not doing anything. But in the slide you can help out in a run game, you know, you can bang a little bit, make you feel like a linebacker. Okay, 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 man. And and from, you know, my perspective, I was always told I played a little bit of corner back in my day uh yes, sir. in middle school, man, you know. <laughs> 
I was taught, you know, corner is a very swaggy position because, you know, you out there on your island and there's nobody out there really to help yeah. you out other than, you know, sometimes over the safety help sometimes. But sometimes you just out there, like like my nickname for one of my favorite corners is Revis Island. You're definitely on the island. You're like in the middle of the ocean, which is like chill. <laughs> and, you know, one play, all it takes is one play for both sides. Uh-huh. You know, one play for the offensive player to score and one play for you to catch an interception and change the whole dynamic of the game. Yeah. And uh, it, it was fun. I didn't really get targeted a lot. I was more of like a physical corner, like a Jimmy. I was about to ask that too. Like you, was, you look like you was a thumper. Yeah, like, yeah, like a Jimmy Smith kind of corner. Yeah. But I did have a little finesse. I almost had a pick, but the outside <laughs> linebacker ran to my side and jumped around, caught my interception. Oh. I was in a perfect position to catch it, but you know. Me the I was, but I was like more like a Marlon Humphrey. I was up there. I got a couple fumbles, you know, a couple uh, tackles. It was fun. Uh, it definitely, you definitely have to have good footwork to play corner. I'm telling you, and, or you'll be kissing the baby like Ocho said. And, like, definitely kiss the baby. Definitely, man. I, I, man, just talking about football so much, man. I miss it. Man. Yes, right. Every day, watching it on TV too. Definitely, man. Like you know. Just me doing these interviews with former football players, but I feel like I can put the team together, man. My my job might be GM someday, man. Someday, but no, like Cardo, like no, man. You play corner, you know. What was your best game? Like your hands down best game. Hands down best game. I gotta go with uh, Elizabeth City. Mm-hmm. We played Elizabeth City. It was my sophomore year. Elizabeth City. Uh, I was locking. I got like. It was I got like four targets, all incompletions, and then I almost housed the kick. That probably was my best game. Hmm. I think I probably seen that game. <laughs> like and also like when you played in the championships, did you like how did it feel to be at the moment of, you know, greatness? Like the Valhalla of Warriors. Like what was it like to play in the CIAA championship? The first one, honestly, the first one, it was the, it was the that wow moment. You was like, dang, like this is really the championship. We about to get a ring if we win this joke. That was, that was the one right there. The second one, it was more so, oh yeah, we belong here. Let's get this money and go for a natty. And then people, for those who don't know, I was there for the, I was there for the first one. It was, it was cold that day. It was, yeah. it was cold. <laughs> we were sitting in the, we were sitting in the section. In Virginia, uh, was, it, was it Salem? Salem, yeah. Salem, Virginia. Salem, Virginia. We was on the cold side, so the the sun was yeah. We was nowhere near the sun, mm-hmm. so and it was cold. But just being there makes history because Bowie won, and like it was like turning point from there. It put the name on there, you know. Then the second one, chilling with the guys, you know, and then he wasn't. <laughs> These wasn't just average guys. These was like rock stars to Bowie State, man. You, if you got to meet any of the football players there, you definitely they'd be like they speak to you all the time. You know, sit there talk to them, and it just was all the way about sport. You know, a lot of them were gamers also, so it, we build the we definitely build a connection, and I definitely had a little click with some of the football players. Shout out to that boy Gene Carson, John Gene, <laughs> Justice Davis, yes, Montez Clay, you know, <laughs> some, some of the guys, you know, some of the guys. Yeah, right exactly, some good guys right no, there. Definitely, definitely. Man, but Carlos, man. Playing at Bowie State. 
you know, and people might not know this. For African Americans, you know, that was HBCUs was our route to go to college. You know, historically black colleges. For those who don't know, a lot of the, a lot of the NFL forgets about some of the talent that came from those schools. You know, like a Shannon Sharp, like a right. Walter Payton, like a, a Jerry Rice. You know, some of the people, uh, even a um. What is his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. He played for the uh, the Rams. What is his name? Uh, 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 the Ram Ambassador. What is his name? Uh, Eric Dickerson. Yeah, yeah. He he went to SMU. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think you know people don't understand that some of the talent from there came from HBCUs. Went to the NFL. Even and at Bowie State, you know Isaac Redman. Now, a lot of people don't really think about that, that how much exactly. talent that they had there. But y'all know, yeah, speak on that a little bit, Carl. Uh, the talent at Bowie? Yeah. Like, how, oh, how come, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want, what I really want to say is, how come people don't really look at HBCUs or even D2 schools like how they look at the D1 schools? I know, like, at D1 schools, you know, there's a lot of talent there. I think owners and GMs should really consider talking about HBCUs and D2 schools because there's some talent in there. Yeah, definitely. It's a, and, but that's, that just goes to show that it's a, it's a business. It's a, it's a big business. You're going to go with the people that produce the most money. When you look at it, I mean, them D1 schools, they on TV all the time. So that's the honestly, that's the biggest difference. They got more exposure, more television, television exposure. And when you look at a small school, excuse me, like a Bowie State, for example, you look at, you'd be like, who are they playing? Kind of thing. So, and it's, it's definitely disrespectful because it's so, it's plenty of guys, like you mentioned, it's plenty of guys that could play in the, in a, that I would feel like can play in a professional league. Uh, um, speaking of a guy, you know, that, uh, that, uh, Malcolm, my man Malcolm, he got a, uh, he got a pick in a little, in a new league, that startup league. Uh, the fan, the fan league. Yeah, oh, he okay. got a, he got a. Yeah, he played at Bowie. He played linebacker. He ain't really played like that at Bowie though. But mm-hmm. when he got, but he doing his thing on that in that league. I heard. But, I, heard I was like, wait a minute, Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm with the track. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then don't, I, I know Bowie also got another player that's trying to. You know, did the uh, did he do the HBCU combine? I forgot his name. The the tight end. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, my man. Yeah, he's like that. He's like that. Like he can, he he's a flex. I mean, he reminds you. He's a tight end in the in the modern football, but he's really like a receiver for real. Like he can do, he can do so much. Do you remember his name? Yeah. Dang. Oh shoot. Oh, tripping. What's my man's name? How you gonna forget your man's name? But no, it's definitely, definitely. Dang. What's up? What's up? I don't know. I was just saying it's been a minute. But no, um, like when, uh, like Carl says, definitely a lot of talent at, at D two schools, even at HBCUs. You know, we had you know one of a great player, and I and I, I went to our school named Amir Hall, who's <clears throat> all the passing records, not just at our school, but in the CIAA division. In yes, the, sir. He holds the passing record. The touchdown record. Oh, yeah, Deshaun. That's his name. I'm tripping. My fault. I just remember his name, Deshaun. But, yeah, Amir. Yeah, bro. Hey, man. That w- Like, he he deserved... He de- Amir Hall deserved the shot 
at the NFL. That's how good he was. When I saw yeah. him play, I thought of a Ronald Cunningham. Definitely. Because and I and I said the same thing with House. You know, our first champ, our first championship was like, you know, y'all was passing the ball a lot more than y'all was running. But that didn't yeah. mean a man couldn't run. That's the league. I think it was one game where we played and he threw a pass to Muhammad in the end zone that sealed the deal. And that was yeah. one of my favorite moments at Bowie. It was a late night game and a man, because it was working the whole, and I was calling the plays out the whole time because they was running single coverage the entire time. And I was like, yo, he's getting ready to catch it. And he, he I was like, yeah, it's touchdown. He threw it, <laughs> it was touchdown. I was like, and then y'all second championship, y'all was a, more of a run-based team because y'all had Jerome at quarterback. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, just because Jerome was running, like, didn't mean he couldn't throw. That boy could throw the football. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. In practice, I've seen. I know. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So I want to switch gears real quick. Uh, you know, these one of the questions I asked you before, you know, when we talked. I said, you know, what is your favorite football team? And what did you uh, tell me? Dallas Cowboys. Dallas oh, you know, oh, <laughs> Cowboys. For those who don't know, he likes the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, I'm one of their harshest critics because I think they have a lot more talent than they deserve. They usually have a lot of talent players that usually go to the Hall of Fame. But, you know, I just think, you know, and those fans of the Bills and the Washington team are like one of the worst <laughs> fans to talk about football with. And here's why. Dallas, where their backs are against the wall, they do this a lot. I do this sometimes, but I don't need to do this because when it comes to the NBA, you know, my team is the best, the Lakers, of course. But they will ride those rings until the jewelry falls off. <laughs> and here's why. Rings, They'll be like, well, Dallas ain't going to play. Well, we got more rings in your team. Yeah. Okay. And then if, even if your team is equivalent to those rings, which my team is not the Baltimore Ravens, unfortunately, but you'd be like, well, you know, we had the best, one of the best wide receivers. We had the best running back of all time, which can be argued. But when I think about Dallas, this is why, this is my problem with that. And I was just talking to my my agent too, which also is my cousin. I was talking to him about it. I was like, you know, Dallas has all this talent on offense. How about they put that talent, some of that talent on defense? And I read and I saw on a draft, mock draft, somebody mock draft, that the Dallas Cowboys are going to trade up to try to get Kyle Pitts. And here's the problem with me. You can put up 50 points every game and still lose. You can. Yeah. And when are they going to realize, when is your team, <laughs> Cardinal, a.k.a. Jerry Jones, when are y'all going to realize that y'all need defense to win championships? Well, first, right, I'm a I'm – a, First, I'm going to talk, talk about the first thing you said about the fans, right? Yeah. I do agree. Cowboys fans in general, like the whole population, we do get – we ride the bandwagon, and then when it come back, I mean, then when everything fall apart, we just revert back to the 90s and the 70s. But I'm a realist. Mm -hmm. I'm a football fan before I'm a Cowboys fan. And honestly, to answer – I'm going to say – I'm going to say that 
the offense the offense isn't what it used to be either. Like we have weapons on offense, mm-hmm. but it's miss but the but the things that we do is mis are misleading because a lot of times in the game you look up in the first quarter and we're down twenty one points, fourteen points already. And now we go to that seven on seven type offense and pass the ball so much just to get back in the game. When in reality, mm-hmm. when we were winning, it was we were running the ball, controlling the clock, controlling time of possession, and just making those plays we needed to to win the games. Mm-hmm. But now, but now we turn into this catch up team, and that ain't and it's hurting the defense because it's hurting the defense because our defense. I mean, now at the beginning of the season, our defense was trash. I'm not gonna lie, they couldn't stop a fly. But as we as we started to change and transform our scheme around, we started to, the defense started to get a little better and start getting stops. And of course, our quarterback got hurt. And now, and now you put so much stress stress on the defense because you can't move the ball until it's too late. Right, definitely. And the main problem I have with your defense is that guy <laughs> number ninety. What is his name? Oh yeah, Marcus Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I have a problem with him because I mean, y'all paid him a lot of money and yeah. and he was looking like Chop Boo Boo. For those who don't know Chop Boo Boo is, that means he's he playing and he's not living up to the contract. Okay. And uh, yeah, Alder Smith played a lot better than what he did, and Alder Smith hasn't been in the league for about two, three years. So right, I'm just right. a little confused and. You paid him before you paid your quarterback. Now, I want to ask this question. How did how was your how were you feeling when that contract was being discussed? Did you think he was gonna leave the team anytime soon? Uh no. <clears throat> I knew it was best for both parties that he come back. That I love that, but Dallas is like the perfect place for him. If he go anywhere else, I don't think he would be as as good. No disrespect to him, but just scheme and everything around him fits perfectly. Like this, Dallas is where he want to be, and, that, and he knew that. And Jerry know, and Jerry knew that nobody that nobody else could run a ship like that mm-hmm. because you going to it, it was bigger than it was bigger than just the quarterback position. It's like the organization and the players. Everybody messed with that. So that's your leader. That's your quarterback. You got to bring him back. Definitely, 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 and. You know, there's be, there's also talk. I like that. I like that too. First of all, let's get that started. I like that because he. Let me tell you something. Dak, Dak straight told uh, Dad Ryan, "I'm gonna spread the ball around before I give it to you." That basically was like, "All right, man, I'm the quarterback. I'm the captain of this shit. You need to move over." I understand exactly from years and years, and and that was his rookie year. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah." I'm coming back. I got a chip on my shoulder. I was drafted in the fourth round. I should have been up there with at least the third quarterback, at least higher in the picks. But it's not getting on there, you know. I think what y'all need to do is draft some pass rushers. So okay. It, so, it stops, so it gives your corners and safeties a couple boulders off their back because they still got one boulder on their back named Jerry Jones. Right. And I think Jerry Jones should allow the team to be the team. Be that owner that be like, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put the, the game in the coach's hands. I'm gonna let the coaches work. I'm okay, I'm the GM, so I'm gonna put these pieces in play and I'm gonna let the coach coach. I think y'all need a strong minded coach. Mike McCarthy is cool, but I think y'all need a stronger minded coach. 
Y'all got y'all who y'all got Dan Quinn at a uh, defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. They need to give that man some pieces on the defensive end. But he took like a piece from uh Atlanta. I like I like how y'all added some uh, team friendly guys. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm uh defense coordinator, um I'm I'm penny pinching off of uh what's his name? Demarcus Lawrence uh paycheck and yeah. Jalen Smith too. Yeah, I ain't forget you, Jalen Smith. <laughs> yeah. You don't like Jalen Smith either? I don't like any of the players, defense players y'all page because they haven't lived up to what they can be. I feel like Jalen Smith did though. Now he he got a lot of work to do in coverage, but sideline to sideline, I think Jalen Smith is a dog. We can agree to disagree, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just need improvement because I would like I would like to see the Cowboys, you know, achieve something. In twenty years, yeah. Because I don't want my team, aka the Baltimore Ravens, to surprise <laughs> the Cowboys. I mean, you know, because th- because then I'll be like, you know, y'all haven't won in like twenty plus years, and yeah. we have won in twenty plus years. So, uh, yeah. Sure. And, With Lamar you know, and Jackson at quarterback, hey man, Jackson, I think y'all going, y'all got a bright future. <laughs> we definitely do in this. It's the screaming Super Bowl, you know. So when we, yeah. when, we, when we get our championship, you'll be the first one I call. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, three rings, yes sir, yes sir. And uh, you know, we're coming to the moment in time where I have to close out this amazing one of the best interviews and interviewers I've done. No pun intended to anybody I interviewed. Everybody I interview is great because they bring that energy. They bring that knowledge of the game that they play. You know, I just don't speak about things. I know things. And I really appreciate Cardo having uh, given us some of his time. He's a very busy man. You know, for those who don't know, his nickname is Humble Cardo. I'll let y'all ask him on his spare time, ask him why they call him that. But yeah, man, um, I really appreciate you coming through, man. Definitely, man. No All problem, I ask bro. is that you spread the message of me you know, interviewing. And that is it, man. What you got to say to the people before Definitely. exit out? Man, I just got to say that Jimmy's team, the Lakers, is not looking too good. Hopefully that can, hopefully the King can come back uh, um, and make sure it happens. Sir, uh, we actually won yesterday. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, beat the so-called front-runner Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Yeah, without anybody but Andre Drummond, you know. And Alex Schroeder, Russo. well, no, he got it. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Uh, yeah. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., y'all. See you.